Hello and welcome to episode six of Booker's special series titled Nine Women in Nine Minutes. My name is Oresia Nyawade and I will be your host. Our guest today is Dorothy Ooko, a passionate storyteller. Dorothy, how are you doing? Welcome. I am well. Thanks for having me, Oresia. I've I'm been looking so forward to this. Thank you. I'm so honored. This is so exciting. Before we start, can you please take a few minutes just to introduce yourself? Like, who are you? What do you do? And who do you do it for? Right. My name, so my name is Dorothy Oko. I'm a storyteller. I'm a mindfulness coach. I'm a teacher. And I love life. And I love the continent. I love Africa. I love showing up and telling stories that show up we are as a people. No, I love that intro because as you and I have actually just been having a chat is that a lot of people like to define themselves by the work they do. But for you to go over and beyond and talk about storytelling and your love for the continent, it's just beautiful to say that as human beings, we are a whole and not necessarily a career. Right, absolutely. As a mindfulness coach, right, this whole concept of mindfulness, I'd like for us to take a few minutes to just explore it and maybe help us define how you would describe the art of mindfulness to a 10-year-old. Oh, I love that question. I love it because that's really part of my journey. I've always wanted to make my, break mindfulness down in a way that Africans can understand it because a lot of times it was like, oh, that's such a Western concept. It doesn't apply to us. Mm -hmm. So I would tell a 10-year-old child, so, Horacia, you are 10 years old. And I'm like, Horacia, you know, do you get worried sometimes? Are you afraid sometimes? Are you afraid of things? Do you sometimes feel like you're talking and other people are just doing other things? or someone is talking to you, mom is talking to you and you're thinking about what you're going to do with your friends. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you sometimes feel a bit, you're about to do an exam and you don't know if you're going to do well and you're afraid and you get a bit anxious? This is where mindfulness comes in. So I would tell you to get your bubbles, you know the bubbles, and just, blue each time you're you're feeling afraid you just take the bubbles dip them in you blow the bubbles another one another one and if you do that five times you will get to this place of calmness you will not be afraid anymore your fear will go away And any time you're afraid or you feel like there's so much happening, just go in, get your bubbles, and breathe through. So mindfulness is really this act of bringing our attention, our whole attention, into this act of breathing. And that's what anchors us. And that's what grounds us. And so we live in this fast-paced world where we're always moving, there's so much happening. We're on our phones, we're everywhere. 
but we don't take time to be in this present moment. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. And it's so funny that even while you are describing mindfulness, you were forcing me to be very mindful. And all of a sudden, I thought I was that 10-year-old child for real, looking for my bubbles. And, you know, even the bubbles are just, uh, you know, a proper metaphor for breath and taking in breath and just understanding that I am here. This is my right. moment. And not live in I the future know. or the past. Right. Right. And I love to say, I am here. I am here. Yes, yes. I am and here. this is the only moment you and I have. So I want to be here for you and you to be here for me and for us to have the connection. Exactly. Exactly. And so while on the same topic and not necessarily um, 10 year olds, now that we understand what mindfulness is, why do you feel like it would be important for African women to learn about and practice mindfulness? Right, that's a, 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 that's a very important question because I feel that African women, we are naturals, we give. Women as a whole, we, we are giving. We are thinking of family first. We are thinking of the community. We are thinking of people we love and we are always giving. Okay. And we don't have this space sometimes. We don't create this space where we're thinking, how am I doing? I know I'm giving, but how am I doing? And to take a moment and just breathe and not worry about other people, not worry if the children are having food to eat, if hubby is taken care of, if mom who has been sick is being taken care of, if dad who called we worry, or if my niece or you know my nephew, we worry about others. And so mindfulness is a place where we connect with our bodies. And so there are many mindfulness practices. One of them is a body scan, which allows you to just feel your body. Feel if you're feeling tired, where is this fatigue showing in your body? And yeah. so when you're breathing in, you feel I am not, I'm actually exhausted. And to be able to take that and acknowledge that your exhaustion is manifesting in your body and feel it. And so I feel like because African women are always giving and nurturing and taking care of everyone, yeah. mindfulness helps to get to this place where they recharge themselves so they can give more. Yeah. Because if you give and you're empty, then you'll have nothing to give at one point. Yeah. You will be completely exhausted. And, and you might start resenting the people you're exactly. giving to. Right, because yeah. you, you, there's nothing. You're running on empty. Mindfulness gets us to that place where we are recharging our mind, we are recharging our body, and reconnecting with the essence of who we are. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And while we are speaking about recharging to give, um, you know, coming back to yourself, giving to yourself as, as an African woman myself, I know that I get lost in that trap all the time. But I want to learn how mindfulness 
Dorothy, can play a role in our success and productivity. So no longer just about women, not longer just about 10-year-olds, but everybody. How does this art of mindfulness play a role in our success and our productivity? Right. So, so mindfulness is really about self-awareness. And mindfulness, the reason why we practice or why I started practicing mindfulness is because it enhances our emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. And if you look at emotional intelligence, there are five domains and five skills of emotional intelligence. The first one is self-awareness. If you meet people sometimes who are not very self-aware, you, you can tell you know they're not self-aware. Yeah. But if they were to take moments because mindfulness enhances your self-awareness, you're able to know yourself and therefore know others. Mm-hmm. This self-awareness as well also helps with self-regulation and self-management. You know when you're tired, you know, you just say, if you're too tired, you may lash out at others or feel resentful. You yeah. can go, you know, I'm in this place where I'm tired. I should not respond. You're self-regulating. Mm-hmm. Or I should not respond to this email because I'm too angry right now. And so self-regulation is important. Yeah. And the other third skill of emotional intelligence is around motivation. What gets you up in the morning? If you're not practicing mindfulness and you're not connecting with yourself, you may lose the motivation of what is it that makes you get out of bed? Why do you do what you do? Why is Horatio passionate about mental health and mental well-being? This is what gets you up every morning. And so this motivation, the idea that you're able to find out this is what inspires me because you've been able to be in that still place where you know. And then the idea of empathy, feeling with other people. When you practice mindfulness, you're able to empathize with others because you know how it feels to be tired. You know how it feels to be empty. You're able to empathize with someone else. And I think that in society right now, we lack empathy and compassion. Mindfulness helps us build these skills, these muscles of empathy and compassion for others. And then lastly, the idea of leadership, how you lead yourself as a person, how you lead in your home, how you lead in the community. We are leaders everywhere we are. And to be a leader, you must have these skills that we are talking about. And so I find that we all need to practice mindfulness because it enhances our emotional intelligence, makes us better leaders, but more than anything, improves our well-being, our mental health, and our just general state of well-being. Yeah. Thank you, Dorothy. As we, you've given us so much already. I know one thing that you mentioned is a full body scan and the benefits of how mindfulness can play a role in our daily lives. As we close out, for the people listening, can you please share one other way that they can immediately start practicing and implementing mindfulness in their daily lives? Right. So the first one I love, that's my me moment, is when you're in the shower. A lot of times people don't realize when they put this up in their body, when they did this, because they're thinking so many things, this is what I'm going to do, this is what I'm going to do. But when you're in the shower, it's such a moment to be aware of, you know, as you're washing your face, 
as the water runs through your body. That's a moment to be mindful and bring attention to your body and notice your body as you're cleaning it. Yeah. And we miss precious moment, you know? When we are eating, it's such a moment to be there, mindful eating. Notice what, oh, what spice is that? Because you're there, you're not on your phone, scrolling down messages, you're eating, you're present, having a conversation like what you and I are having. We are here present for one another. We are not on a call. We're just here present. Listen to your friend, your mom, your, you know, your partner and give them your full attention. There are moments when we can give people this presence. And, 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 and we miss it. When you're walking, going for a walk, just noticing the trees, noticing the plants, noticing the cars as you're just being in that walk and noticing what's around you, the smells, the birds chirping around you, the cars as they're, you know, when you bring your presence, you notice these things and you notice more about what's happening in life around you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Dorothy. Wow, this has been super insightful. I'm sure the listeners are just also wondering, what? Those who knew about mindfulness, they're like, yes, sister, keep preaching. And those who didn't know, I'm sure they're leaving this podcast feeling super informed. Thank you so much for your time. Any last words before we close off? Thank you so much. And remember, I think we judge ourselves too much when we try. We're like, that's not for me. Um, when you practice mindfulness, we say no judgment in a non-judgmental way. You don't judge yourself. Just if it's two breaths that you can do, just do the two breaths. Don't judge yourself harshly. Don't judge at all. And the next day you will do three breaths. Yeah. Just no judgment. Take it easy. Thank, Thank you, you so you. much. That's very <laughs> Mindfulness coach, um, lover of life, storyteller. Thank you so much. And enjoy. Thank you. Yeah. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Bye.